0: Adam Pengilly from the City Morning Herald, good morning. Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. You're talking sense this
1: morning, Mido. I, I liked your proposal about two referees and reducing the bunker. Ah, oh, good. Yeah, I've had a good sleep. I actually haven't,
0: but yeah, anyway. <laughs> had a couple of drinks last night. That helped. Anyway, Bretton Abdullah, he's going <laughs> to ride Eduardo in the shorts on Saturday, which is oh, going to be a feature of the day. Yeah,
1: can't wait for the race, Jared. And he's picked up the ride given that Nashville Wheeler is suspended. Got a couple of suspensions he's serving back to back. I'm so keen to see how they ride Eduardo in this race on the weekend. Um, he's got the run under his belt, so a little bit of a fitness as you'd like to think on his main rival, Nature Strip. And we've seen in the past, when he really digs in for a fight with Nature Strip, he he can beat him. But when they try and ride him a little bit cuter and try and ride a little, uh, so again, the slipstream of Nature Strip or something like that, well, he just bullies his opposition, doesn't he, Nature Strip? So... I know they don't want to leave too much out in the track today, given the grand final is still a few weeks away in, in the actual Everest itself. But um, I'm so fascinated to see how the tactics play out in this race on the weekend. But no doubt Brenton will do a good job on Adlado when he's got a chance to step up to the plate and uh, really create a stir there at Randwick on the weekend.
0: What do you make of the Melbourne Cup weights being released?
1: Yeah, quite predictable, Loz, to be fair. We spoke about it yesterday. It was likely that Spanish Mission would get the top weight. He's copped 58 kilos, gold trip with 57.5, and Regal Power's 56. Due obviously, a horse who's been prime for both the Caulfield Cup and Melbourne Cup later in the spring. She's got 55 and a half, but given there was sort of no, I suppose, natural top weight or really you know, highly credentialed stayer, that Greg Carpenter had to sort of raise the weight a little bit to make sure the Spanish Mission carried 58. So again, I think we're probably going to see the weights a little bit clustered again this year in the Melbourne Cup. They'll be quite compressed given that we haven't got a, a natural spread with a, from a top to bottom with a really high, highly credentialed horse against some of those handicappers down the bottom, but that's just the way it is in the modern day Melbourne Cup.
0: Uh, elations out for the spring for the Price and Kent Yard?
1: Yeah, quite disappointing news, Jared. He started one of the favourites in the Memsey State, so I thought it was probably a little bit of a false favourite, to be fair, heading into that race, given he um, didn't quite have the runs on the board as compared to some of his more experienced rivals. But unfortunately, he didn't come out of that race. well. had a trial over this week. Was still making some breathing issues. So the Price and Kent Yard have sent him for the sent him for a spell. Won't see him for the rest of the spring. It was quite disappointing, actually, given races like the Rupert Clark and Surak. I would have thought it would have been really... Nice targets for him later in the campaign, but we'll have to wait to see him in the autumn.
0: Do you like anything at Warwick Farm today?
1: Yeah, I reckon uh, Flindell might be getting the vocal cords warmed up this afternoon, <laughs> Loz, because it's a deep program at Warwick Farm. Race 7, number 3, Democracy Manifest, the best on the program for me. Um, he's a horse I still got plenty of room to move in the ratings. I know he's only coming to this off one soft trial, but I think he's classy enough to... Be Really forward condition, nice gate for Huey Bowman, expecting to be riding the finish. So that's race seven, number three, Democracy Manifest, the best on the program.
0: Three dollars ten it is with Tab, and uh, yeah, it's put in the multi with Foxy Cleopatra today. Uh, yep. race two, number four, there at Sandown. Is it number four, Lozzie? At race yep. two, number four, still six dollars on the second line of betting for that race today. Just want to ask you about your story quickly on the back page of the Herald today. Uh, Live coup how Norman leward Smith Leishman is the headline there, Adam. So tell us about this franchise concept that could be, uh, uh, well, invoked by Live Golf going forward.
1: Yeah, quite fascinating, Jared. I had a had a conversation with Greg Norman a couple of days ago, a bit of an interview, and spoke to him about Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman and how he got them across to the Live Golf and what his plans are for them in in the future and. He spelled out something which a lot of, a lot of of not a lot of people have quite recognised what goes on. They're obviously huge on this team concept, which is going to really take off next year in, in, in Greg's words. And basically what's happened is is that he's given Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman, they share a 25% stake in essentially what's going to be like a Team Australia franchise. So it's up to them how they run that franchise next year. They can monetise it and commercialise it by getting investors to, to back them in that Australian team. And they can also dictate who basically plays on their team next year, uh, which I found quite fascinating. And... Essentially, I asked the question about Adam Scott as well. Because remember, Jared, there's all that talk about Adam Scott being linked with Live Golf earlier this year, and he did express some interest in it going back, oh, probably five or six months ago now. But it hasn't quite seemed to materialise um, him coming across. And I sort of asked him about Adam Scott, and he was a little bit coy about it. To be fair, saying, "Oh, well, listen, I will acknowledge there was discussions earlier this year, but if he wants to come across now, basically it's going to be up to Cameron and and Mark where they want him to be on their team." So yeah, quite fascinating. It's definitely going to be like a. Put it in these terms: it's a bit of a Formula One type concept where you know Formula One sort of runs the whole whole show, but these these proprietors have to sort of run the actual franchises and teams, and are able to sort of run them as as they see fit and commercialise it how they like. So, yep, quite fascinating. Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman are going to be just as much a businessman as golfers next year. Yeah.
0: Okay, thanks so much, mate. Have a good day. See, you, boy.